Future Self Podcast, Episode 12. If you look at every successful business person or entrepreneur, you will find a laundry list of high-value mentors that supported them on their journey. This is the Future Self Estate Planning Podcast, your place for financial and estate planning tips and so much more to make your future self your biggest fan. Here's your host, Robert Ingalls. Hello, Future Self listeners, and welcome to episode 12 of the Future Self Podcast, your resource for knowledge, insight, and inspiration. Now, listeners, I want to take a moment at the top of the show to say a big thank you to everyone who reached out with congratulations and support. You may have read on the blog a couple weeks ago that my wife and I are expecting our first child in March. Now, we are terrified, but we are equally excited about this next step in our life. And we just want to say a big thank you to everyone who just took a moment out of your life to say thank you. It means the world to us. Now, this week on the podcast, we are going to be discussing my proven strategies for acquiring high-value mentors. Mentorships are invaluable relationships. If you look at every successful business person or entrepreneur, you will find a laundry list of high-value mentors that supported them on their journey. Now, it is common knowledge that mentors are a fundamental building block of success. So why is it that so many people are not making the acquisition of these mentors a priority? We take the time out for other things, um, you know, going to school, learning things, uh, taking continuing education. But one of the things I seldom see on a list of goals and priorities is acquiring mentors. That is something that I want to change. Now, I talked in episode nine about my blueprint for networking, and networking and mentorship has a lot of overlap. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back, check out episode nine, because you're going to learn a lot of valuable techniques that will also help you in acquiring mentors. Now, before we dive into this week's episode, I want to lay out one of my favorite productivity hacks, and that is dictation software. Most of us are familiar with Siri or Cortana, um, and some of us use voice-to-text for our text messages, but dictation software is kind of next level. It takes all of your ideas and gets them in written form without ever touching the keyboard. It is going to save you time and headaches like you would not believe. And to demonstrate to you just how valuable dictation software is and the time that it saves me, I dictated this entire post. Now, I had to make minor edits and adjustments, but the software did the heavy lifting. Now, there is a learning curve that I had to learn to figure out how to get it to do it right. So I had to put a little time into it, but the amount of time I put into it is nothing compared to the time that it saves me now that I know how to use it. You can use punctuation, slang, breaks in paragraphs, breaks in lines. I really do not know why this hasn't caught on faster. I think some people might still have that old memory. Um, Like my first one that I used was in the late 90s. And I got it and I tried to use it to write a uh, one-page paper for school. And it was a nightmare. I mean, it was really, really cool that something like that existed. And I was like, wow, I can say things and it'll type it out. Now, it doesn't usually type the right things that I said, but it was still really cool. Um, But it has come a long way since then. This stuff is amazing. The average typist types around 40 words a minute. 
And the average speaker that's having a conversation is about 110 to 150. So if you start using this and you learn to use it well, you can be cranking out emails, letters, blog posts, two to three times as fast as you are right now. Now, I personally use Dragon Dictation, and you can find that in the iTunes store, but there are a number of resources for this. Apple has their own, Windows has their own, Google Documents has one as well that's actually very good. So check them out. It will change your life. All right, listeners, are we ready to break into today's episode? You have got hopes, dreams, and desires, and I desperately want to see those hopes become your history, and I want to see those big thoughts that you're having today. I want to see those thoughts become things in your life. We have all had mentors, even if we didn't realize it. Our parents were our first mentors. We may have had older siblings, friends, neighbors, maybe even teachers, but we had people in our lives that had more experience than we did and they were willing to slow down and show us the ropes. Professional mentors really are similar to parents. Once they've taken you under their wing, it is now their personal mission to help you succeed. When you succeed, they feel like they succeeded. This is an invaluable relationship that you could literally not pay for even if you wanted to. These mentors have been there They have seen it, and they know how to win. Now, it is their job to teach you those skills. Because you can learn all the right things, you can do all the hard work, but sometimes if you do not know the right people, you're going to have trouble getting off the ground. That's just how it is. And when I meet with young professionals, I said it earlier, one of the biggest things I notice is they are not prioritizing finding and developing quality mentorships And that is something that we are going to change. So, where do you start? Because I know that when you're just beginning growing, you know, your network, that finding these high-value mentors can be a legitimate challenge. But if you commit to the following strategies that we're going to discuss, I guarantee that you will be courting your mentors in no time. So, let's break into it. Number one. And this is big. I put it at number one for a reason. Choose your mentors wisely. Not every successful person you meet should be your mentor. Mentors are like any personal relationship. It's like when you go out and you meet someone and they're very attractive. And then you talk to them and you're like, that person's kind of boring. Or they have very different fundamental beliefs than I have. It's probably not going to lead to a romantic relationship or a friendship. And that's the same way with mentors. Not everyone is going to be suited for each other. So the first step in choosing a mentor for me is to identify someone, A, that I feel like I could like, and B, someone that is choosing the kind of life that I want to live. Someone that is going out every day and doing the kind of things that I would like to be doing. That's the kind of person I can sit down with, I can relate to them, and I can learn from them how to model myself that way. So choose your mentors wisely. Number two, study your potential mentors. You should never walk in to a mentorship meeting for the first time blind. You need to know more about that mentor basically than they know about themselves. You need to study them. Have they written a book? You need to read it. Have they given recorded speeches? You need to watch them or listen to them. You need to educate yourself on whatever it is that your mentor has been up to. And this has multiple benefits. First, you're going to gain a deeper understanding of the person. You're going to have so much of a better idea of who they are and if they're even likely to be a good fit. And then also, they're going to appreciate that you took such a sincere interest in them. They are going to notice that. 
Number three, you need to be able to articulate why you chose this mentor. You should not be blindly chasing successful mentors. Mentors should be able to understand why it is that you decided to seek them out specifically. You need to tell them. What is it about them that you find unique and enviable? What is it about them that you would like to model your own life and career on? What do you hope to gain from the relationship? Now, this is just one of my personal uh, things that I like to say. I would never tell them that it's because you want to make a lot of money like they do. And maybe that's true, and that very well could work for certain mentors. Um, But it's certainly not something I would want to hear from someone I was mentoring because, uh, again, I love passion. I love someone who is really passionate about doing what they're doing. And I know that some people are just passionate about making money, and, and I can respect that. But that's not what I'm trying to hear, and I talk to a lot of people that do mentorships, and that's usually not something that they want to hear either. Um, So just, you know, maybe think about that when you're leading in. Number four, be visible. If you want a high-value mentor, it helps to be in their line of sight. But the problem you're probably thinking right now is how do I get into a room with high-value mentors? And it can be trickier. So this is where your personal network can really come in hand. Um, you know, we talked about it in episode nine. Your network, your network truly is your net worth. So that's going to help you a lot. Your network is going to be able to get you into these rooms as you grow it. So try to be visible. Show up in places. Be visible. That's how people are going to see you. That's how I've gotten almost every mentor that I have had through my career is just showing up. Number five, you need to lead with value. And this is just like networking. It is important to always be thinking, how can I provide value to my mentor? You need to learn about them, what they do. Learn about their accomplishments because those are things that you're going to be able to listen for later when someone's speaking about something. Oh, that's probably someone I can connect my mentor with. And this goes back to your network as well. The larger your circle is, the more likely it is that you're going to be able to connect your mentor with a valuable contact when that need arises. Number six, do something, do anything. The last thing I want to hear from a mentee is that they're thinking about doing something or that they have this great idea, but they're waiting for the right time. If you want to establish credibility with a mentor, you need to be doing something now. Even if it's just engaging in the small steps, you need to be actively working on something and making something happen. Now, how are you going to do that? There are literally limitless resources to learn about things that you're interested in and start chasing them. One of my favorite resources, and I talk about it a lot, is the virtual training center Udemy. Udemy lets you learn how the experts did it right from their own mouse. And Udemy really has turned the doers into teachers and the laptops and mobile devices into classrooms. They have broken the old model, and I love it. Now, if you are listening today, you can go to Udemy and sign up for any class they have for $15. Now, this particular deal ends tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., so do not wait around. But don't fret. If you do miss the deal um, and you end up finding courses that are too expensive for you right now, just be patient. A, Udemy is going to run a number of great sales on the majority of their courses pretty frequently. And I will also almost weekly have new discount codes available at robertingles.com. So check that out if you miss this on the day it launches. Another one of the resources that I could not get by with that is such a help in my personal and professional life 
is Kindle Unlimited, you know, what I call the world's biggest bookshelf. It is a great learning resource with virtually any book you can imagine for a very low monthly fee. Now, as always, you can find any of these links to the resources we discuss in the show notes and at robertingles.com. The show does have an affiliate relationship with Udemy and Amazon Kindle, so that means a portion of any purchase made by following my links will come back to the show. That's how I keep doing what I'm doing. That's how we keep the lights on over here. So we certainly appreciate that. Um, And you can always feel confident purchasing any of the resources that I am going to discuss here because I only partner with brands that I have personally used and that I trust. So getting right back into it, we're going to go on number seven. This is a big one. Target alumni. These are some of the easiest mentors to court. Trust me. Alumni come with no assembly required personal bonds. You went to You know, you took classes in the same buildings. You walked the same streets. You cheered for the same team. You need to use this to your advantage. What bars did they used to go to downtown? Oh, that one's closed. Oh, I can't believe it. You know, you went to all these different places. You know the streets. You know, you can talk about sports. That is a big one that always brings people together. And you're talking about the new quarterback that just signed. These are ready-made personal bonds, and you should be taking advantage of them. And best of all, these contacts are the most likely of all to return your calls and find time in their schedule for you. You just have to mention, hey, I went to you know this school, and, and they are very likely going to take a phone call from you. Um, I've, I've gotten FaceTime with high-value mentors just by making a phone call and saying that, hey, I went to school there, I'm just starting out, um, I'd love it if I could get 15 minutes to pick your brain. And then a week later, I am sitting down face-to-face with someone having coffee that has 40 years of experience in my field. So use that resource. Alumni love helping younger graduates. It, it gives them an opportunity to kind of get nostalgic over the old days while they are also directly contributing to the success of the school's next generation. So court your alumni. It's going to be much easier than you think. Number eight, only ask for time. This is important. It is your first date. Do not go in there pitching them on your big idea or you know coming out and asking for a job. It is not the right time. Your job in that moment is to listen and ask thoughtful questions. That is it. You need to show that you're serious and that you have done your homework. Now, as that relationship develops, uh, they're going to notice what you need. You're not going to have to say anything. It's very likely they're going to reach out to you and say, hey, I found this opportunity. I think it would be great for you. So just relax and let it happen. Do the work, but don't get aggressive and start asking for things. Number nine, you need to respect their time. If they were kind enough to put you on their schedule, make sure you are not wasting their time. You need to be prepared and you do not need to overstay your welcome. When the time that you've asked for has come, like let's say that you, you know, asked for 20 minutes, you know, you need to say, oh, it's been 20 minutes already. I don't want to waste your entire day. Now, of course, if they insist on you staying longer, you should absolutely do that. However, it is vitally important not to linger longer than you should. And, and some people are absolutely going to be too polite to push you out the door. So you need to be paying attention and looking for subtle clues. Are they checking their watch? Are they you know, checking their phone repeatedly? Are they diverting their attention to something else? Are they getting fidgety? If you pick up on any of these important cues, you need to kind of wrap it up right that moment. You do not want to let that discomfort that they're clearly feeling start to escalate. Because the way people feel about you in the moment they meet you can be much more important sometimes than the things you even say. So you want to leave them with a good feeling. 
you want to say something like, you know, I know how busy you are. Um, and I really can't tell you how much I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. I found your insight extremely valuable. Trust me, they are going to appreciate you giving them that out without having to force them to ask for it. Now, if this is your first meeting and it goes well and you feel good chemistry, it could even be appropriate at that point to ask for the mentoring relationship directly. Um, however, if you're unsure, not quite sure you want to make that you know kind of direct approach, at least make a plan to follow up. Following up is so important with your mentors because if you meet them once and you really don't follow up on it it's you really probably wasted your time because if you're not consistently in front of them they're not going to be thinking about you when opportunities come up so always follow up number 10 and this is one that gets done wrong all the time you need to offer to pay high value mentors are getting solicited for advice regularly so one great way to kind of stand out from the pack is to offer to pay the check when you're getting coffee or lunch. Even the first time, offer. Now, it's likely that you're going to encounter a refusal, um, especially from a good mentor. Like, they understand you're younger. Um, they're going to try to do their part and, and, you know, pick up the check. But I can promise you that that gesture will not go unnoticed. And after the third such meeting, I always try to recommend picking up the check before your mentor even has the opportunity. That way you're not fighting over it when it comes. Pick up that check. Now, I understand that your mentor may be far more financially secure than you, but it really is the gesture that counts. And you need to think about courting mentors just like networking. It is part of your marketing budget. You know, if you're willing to drop, you know, $300, $400, giving it to Yellow Pages or to some other uh, marketing site, and then you don't want to spend, you know, $15, $20 buying your mentor lunch, then you need to reprioritize because these relationships are going to last a lifetime and you need to prioritize them and make time and put the money in if that's what it takes. Um, you know, Offering to pay, it's one way of showing that you're serious and that you value the relationship, and it is not going to go unnoticed. Now, the final one, and it's an important one, have patience. Do not expect an instant return. And this is like networking as well. Acquiring mentors is a long-term game. It's not about getting $1,000 tomorrow. This is about getting a Rolodex. We're talking about Rolodexes again. <laughs> a Rolodex of priceless friends for life. And, and friends aren't going to send you one good referral. Friends invite you into their circles. Friends offer you executive positions in their companies. Friends pick you up from jail. Now, if you focus on making your friends first, I can promise you the fortune side of it will sort itself out. So have patience and don't expect it to happen overnight. Now, of all the you know tremendous benefits that mentors bring to the table, arguably the most important is helping you identify the things that you don't know. Because there's so many things when you're starting out that you just don't understand. And it would take you hours and hours and hours and maybe many mistakes and lots of money to figure these things out. And instead, you can make a quick phone call to a mentor about something and boom, they give you the blueprint. You have just saved thousands of dollars and perhaps you know, 20, 30, 40 hours trying to solve a problem. Uh, so do not undervalue that. It is so great. And honestly, I think it gets undervalued sometimes because it can be difficult to quantify just how much time and heartache was avoided with one simple piece of advice. But you're going to run into situations where you're not wasting time reinventing the wheel. You're not making these avoidable mistakes. You are figuring out the process that your mentor took and you're going to use that as your roadmap. 
And again, we say this about everything. It is not going to fall in your lap. It's not easy. You're going to have to you know, get out there and do the work. It's unlikely that you're going to stumble into a networking event and walk away with a million-dollar contact overnight. Now, you might meet a million-dollar contact, but that contact is worthless if you don't put in the effort to grow that relationship. If you want a good mentor, you're going to have to do the work to get them. You have to bring value to that relationship. It's going to be on you to consistently build and grow that relationship. So I encourage you to get out there and meet new people, network, form new relationships, because if you want more than you have, you are going to do more than you've been doing. That's just the way it is. So get outside of your comfort zone and get out there and do something. Now, future self listener, your time is your most valuable asset. I know that. And so I sincerely want to thank you again for spending some of your time with me today. I know how precious it is, so I am never going to waste it. And that's why I'm going to show up here every Friday and try to give you something that is valuable that you can use today. Now, outside all of the valuable information we just talked about, I also want to give a little extra today. I am sending out copies of an audiobook that I just got done listening to called Resilience. It is written by uh, another former Navy SEAL, and it is one of the best books that I have ever read on accountability and leadership. Now, this offer is open to anyone that is eligible. Uh, You know, it's going to be available to new audible.com users or existing users that have never received an audible.com book from a friend or colleague or someone. Now, if you're not sure if you're going to fall into that eligibility category, Um, just go ahead and give it a shot anyway because you're not going to get charged uh, to find out. But most people uh, don't know and have not done this. Um, So to register, just text the word FUTURE to 444-999. That's the word FUTURE, F-U-T-U-R-E, to 444-999. Now you're going to be signed up for the mailing list and all eligible listeners, uh, which is likely the majority of you, are going to get a code uh, immediately back in text to download that audiobook of Resilience absolutely free. It is an incredible book, I promise you. Now that is future to 444-999. Now as always, listeners, you can find anything we discussed here in the show notes and at robertingles.com. And while you're there, you can download a copy of my new Networking Knockout Punches Cheat Sheet for free. That is a handy, quick reference guide that you can kind of fold up in your pocket and take with you, and it will have you networking like a pro in no time. So check that out. Future Self Listener, I want to sincerely thank you again for spending time with me today. If you've got something that you want to talk about, do not hesitate to shoot me an email. I love getting them. I love hearing from you. And again, I respond to every single message. Well, we are out until next Friday, my friends. So until then, get out there and do something that your future self is going to thank you for. You've been listening to the Future Self Estate Planning Podcast. If you're serious about planning for the future, then we have exactly what you need. Thanks for listening. Now, get out there and give your future self something to cheer about. 